0: Welcome to 3-Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 30-minute flow class. When you're ready, come on down to your mat, and we'll get started. So we'll start with constructive rest pose, and that is bringing the soles of your feet to the floor, letting your knees come together. Uh, Let your feet be maybe hip distance, maybe a little wider. This is going to be up to you. A way that feels good to your low back, right? So, just really right now, you're bringing your attention to your sacroiliac, sacro lumbar area. Those are big words for this early in the morning, even in North Carolina. Uh, sacroiliac is where your spine meets your hips, those two joints. We always call this SI joint, but there's two, uh, where the sacrum intersects with the hip bones in the back. So, those joints. And then we've got the place where the sacrum and the lumbar spine meet. So where the hips and transition up into your low back. Right now, you're just bringing your attention to those areas, uh, making them comfortable. So you might need to lift your hips, slide them a little away from your rib cage, or vice versa. Right. And if this positioning and constructive rest is not for you, then you find what is. Take a moment just to know that you're where you need to be, where you're supposed to be here on this mat. You got here by following your instinct to be well, your desire to be healthy and to make life better in your part of the planet, the space that you are. It can look a lot of different ways. For some of us, it just means yeah, looser hamstrings. Right. But whatever you're here for, right, it's toward that. It's toward following your instinct as a human being to be well. We'll keep that in mind as we move. Right. All of us. Just as you're moving through, is this what you're doing? Right. Aiding your desire to be well. Starting simply, we're going to bring the knees into the chest. And first, just let them come in and let the hands fall away from them. And you're, you're flexing your hips. Right? They're bringing a little stretch to the low back. Probably not a lot, maybe a lot, depends. And uh, it's just this active range of motion of your hip flexors that are drawing your knees in. Then add your hands to it. And now we're letting the arms do the work. We might get a little more stretch. The hip flexors can release a little bit, the muscles on the front of the legs. And perhaps there's more stretch around your low back hip area. So this is called a passive range of motion. You're not being passive. Your arms are working. Your breath is working. Your abdominals are working. But the area that's being stretched isn't having to do the work. You Breathe into it. you breathe out from it active stretching really good for developing our strength and our range of motion passive stretching really good for the length and relaxation of that area now slightly different action take your hands away and with your knees together you're just going to roll the hips around so like you're tracing circles with your sacrum on the floor and or like you're holding a magic marker between your knees and drawing circles on the ceiling. Clockwise, go counterclockwise. So now we're working a dynamic range of motion where a little stretch, a little strengthening, you're using the two together to have mobility in your body. Come on back to center and you can take one knee in each hand. I'm just going to move them around. So using the hands to stir the leg bones around. So now we have dynamic range of motion, but it's assisted. The hands are doing some of the work. Go clockwise, go counterclockwise. And then let the hands go. And just let the hips move around, or the legs move around in the hips. All right, so gonna, like an active, dynamic range of motion. I'm going to do something slightly different. Take your hands to your knees, and as your knees try to move, let your hands just provide a little resistance to them. So not a lot, you're not, you're not fighting yourself, but as your knees circle around, instead of the hands helping them out, the hands are providing just a little bit that the legs need to work through. Now we have a resisted range of motion. Come on back to center. Bring your knees into your chest. You don't have to remember any of that. but The yoga practice as a whole, our yoga practice as a whole, is going to include all of that. There's different ways to, to mobilize. Bring your right knee in. Extend your left leg out. And if you've got a strap, Catch your right foot with the strap or or something like it. And then left foot can be on the floor like constructive rest. Left leg can extend out. Either way, you're pressing your left leg or your left foot down into the mat. It's your anchor. It stays active. And then with the strap on the leg, just find a comfortable place for your hands to be so that you get the stretch in the right leg that you want, but your arms aren't doing a lot of reaching. They can can soften. So here again we have a a passive stretch of the back of the hip and leg, but you're not being passive. That that word is sometimes um, used to mean not so good. You're active in your extended leg, or the foot on the floor. You're active in your breathing, in your abdominals, but you're letting the leg receive the work that you're doing. Then what we're going to do, and this is optional, always, to, to move uh, from kind of this just gentle stretch into something deeper. Press your foot into the strap, like resist it, or if you have your, if you're just catching your leg because there's no strap around, uh, then press your leg into your hand. So now we're still stretching the leg, but we've got some some activity going on in those muscles or breath in, and breath out. Just let everything dissolve. Let your hands soften on the strap Let the knee bend. Slide both feet to the floor. Pause and feel the two legs. And then get your left foot with the strap and keep your right foot on the floor. You can extend the right leg out. If you're extending it out, remember to uh, press the heel down, squeeze the leg, Want the base of the pose, the, the grounding to be there, and then just find a comfortable position for your arms, so that you can hold your leg in the stretch, and the stretch in the leg becomes steady. That's one reason to use a strap or something that you can get your arms on the floor, and just hold, so that the, there's a steady component to how you're working with this leg. If we, if we have to pull with our hands that stretch is going to be inconsistent and you got a nice stretch going on you want to keep it totally cool if you want to feel that active range of motion press the foot into the strap resist the action Breath in and breath out. Let everything dissolve. Bend the knee. Hug both legs in. A little rock side to side, and then take your right foot over the left leg into recline pigeon, and just pause. Just. Using the left leg, right? you're creating a stretch for the outer right hip. Right? If this is not okay for your knee, right? if it's okay for your knee, just stay where you are. If it's not okay for your knee, extend the right leg back up, and then just turn the toes out to the corner. So you've got the, the leg extension and rotation. You'll get the same stretch, same area, but the knee won't be involved. Right? If you're in the reclined pigeon, little active stretch here if you want it. Catch your heel with your left hand. Take your right hand to the outside of the knee and press the right knee into the hand. So now you're not only stretching the right hip, you're activating the muscles too. Have a breath in. Breath out. Unwind that, both feet to the floor. Cross left foot over the right thigh. Pick up the right foot. Let the right leg do the work. So passive stretch for the left hip. Lots of work going on the right leg. Lots of work going on the core to maintain this. If the knee is not okay over here, for any reason, any tweaking at all, go back to that straight leg like we had in the strap. Turn the toes out to the corner. Rotate the leg and get into the outer hip that way. Everything's okay and you want to take that more active range of motion. Catch your right Or catch your heel with your right hand, catch your knee with your left hand, and press the knee forward into the hand. And you're engaging as you open. One is not better than the other. They're different things. Have a little of, of everything, and and also like know when you're working across purposes. If If something's working against your natural instinct to be well, you'll know that. And you step back. Do what does help. Unwind. Slowly hug your knees in. You know, that, that part of yoga is like training yourself to create healthy boundaries, right? That's a good thing. If that's all we got from our yoga practice, we'd be successful and probably a lot better off in the crazy planet we're on. And then take the knees out to the sides as if you were doing um, frog on your back. So just uh, just open the legs, a little straddle of of the legs with the knees bent. So you can probably feel inner thigh stretch here. If you want to assist the range of motion, if you want it to be deeper, take your hands to the insides of the legs, press out. can also resist the range of motion. Take your hands to the outsides of your legs and press the legs into your hands. You'll still get this stretch through the inner thigh. You'll be activating outer thigh muscle. Right. Either one is good also. Just leaving it alone, letting it be is good. One more way to do it. Support. Just hold the outside edges of your knees. And let your hands... Kind of prevent you from going too far, if, if that's an issue, and we'll all use our hands on the outside of the legs to draw the knees in quietly, calmly, and the nose to knees and knees to nose curl in, your choice on how to do it, we're we'll make our way around the down dog, if you want to like float, flip, fly, do it, if you want to move slowly and, and just roll your way around there. Any way that makes sense to you, we end up in the same place, down dog, which can always be replaced with child's pose or cat pose. Wherever you choose to be, locate the parts of you that are touching the floor, ground down. Right after a big transition, ground down. Fill up with breath, and as you empty it out, let it leave through your mouth. Get the last bit out. Be sure. I'm look forward. Walk forward to your hands. We'll take a ragdoll all feet wide, and support this one. Arms to your legs. Let your head drop. Press your feet down. You can stay with this, particularly like feeling your legs and everything enough, and this is good right here in your low back, stay, or drop down toward a squat, right. and inhale, lift your chest up, and when you exhale, bow forward, let your chest move toward your arm. so dynamic range of motion for the hips here. your hands down walk your feet in press your feet down roll up to standing mountain pose if you press down reach your arms up and you know, give them a sense of floating fan your fingers out as if your hands were pulling muscles up to your arms if your shoulder blades were helping press your arms up and out because they are broaden your back and with an exhale, release your hands to your heart, and then your hips. So with hands on hips, we're going to take a little hip circling. On your inhale, bring your right knee up, out to the side, around back. Keep your abdominals in, low back long, and then foot down. And left knee up in front, out to the side. Keep your spine at center. When you bring it around to the back, there'll be a tendency to pitch forward. Keep your abdominals in. Press the heel up and down. Do it again, so we're moving, trying to move just at the hip joint, keeping the spine in place. One more round. And pause. We're going to go the other direction. So you're going to start back, you're going to start with a little donkey kick, draw your abdominal in to keep the low back in its place. Knee out to the side and around, it doesn't have to be a big motion. And then left side press the heel back pick the leg up and in now one more set of those kick back, draw your abdominals in bring the leg up and around and foot down donkey kick back bring the leg up and around and foot down pause here bring hands to heart center Have a breath Let it go. Feel your body where you are now. Let your heart lift in your chest. And then let your arms lift overhead. Good. Nice. So exhale, fold forward. Bend at your knees. Send your hips back. Chest to thighs. You let your head drop. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Flat back. Plant your hands. Step back. hide a low push up. Or if there's another opportunity there for you, take the variation that helps you get where you need to go. Breathe in and breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, reach up. Nice. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back low push-up breathe in breathe all the way out look forward walk or lightly hop breathe in Breathe out. Press your feet down. Abdominals in as you reach out. Mountain pose. Exhale, fold. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Plant your hands. Step back. Low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Good. And breathe out, down dog. Cool. Two options here. One is stay in down dog for this, one is come down to hands and knees for this. We're gonna take the right leg up behind, bend the knee, and make some circles of the hip here. Big, as you go, big as relative. So get a magic marker again on your knee. And you're tracing from the floor to the sidewall, ceiling. And draw your lower abdominals in so that it's not your lower spine moving. It's the leg moving in the hip joint. One more breath here. And then exhale and bring the leg back down, foot to the mat, knees to the mat. If you're in down dog, sit back to your heels for child's pose and just feel your body. <sighs> Tenses are there. some heat in the right leg. Possibly some, some different kind of heat in the left leg if you were you're standing on it. It was doing work there too. Up again to hands and knees first. Let's do this just real, uh, real quick. Let your belly drop. Go ahead. It's totally cool. Like our society tells us it's not, but it's totally cool. Let your belly relax. And that is your right as a human being to let yourself relax anywhere, everywhere. Then draw your abdominals in and feel your low back respond. So it's like from the front of the body toward the back of the body. In the back of the body, feeling that support. It doesn't need to round out. In fact, it's like you're drawing the two sides toward each other, stabilizing there. And then let it relax again. No problem to let it relax. But when we take the knee up for those circles, we want it to be drawn in. So if you're coming to down dog, come to down dog. If you're staying on your knees, stay on your knees. And pause here. Left leg up. Bend the knee. Then redraw in the abdominals, maybe, maybe just like overdo it for a moment just to make sure you got it, you feel it, then start the circles, right? and feel them happening at the hip joint. So not only are we drawing the abdominals in to support the low back and the hip structure, but to give you range of motion in the hip socket itself, in the hip musculature itself, rather than using the low back. One more round of this. Exhale. Left foot down. Knees down. Sit back. Child's pose. Just a breath here. Let it settle. Empty out. On an inhale. Back up to Down Dog, or hands and knees. Feel the abdominals draw in, so those abdominals that run right between your hip points. Keep that as you float the right leg up. And then we're going to step the right leg into a low lunge. Pause there. Bring your back knee down. Hands inside the front foot. Make sure your front toes are pointing straight ahead. Make sure your knee is right over your ankle. And and that's not like a do or die thing. Like it's, But it, it is good alignment to have the leg bone vertical. And we want the three points of the foot to be grounded, the ankle to be stable, and the knee to be stable. So it's not like you can't do that any other way. But definitely, if your knee is stacked over the ankle, it makes it easier for all those things to happen. And hands down inside, back knees down, and drop your chin. Want this to become more of an active piece of work. Pull your right heel into your mat. And breathe. You don't have to do it that way. And it can be a kind of gentler, not gentler, but a, a different stretch by simply grounding the front foot straight down and letting gravity do the work around with it too. Pulling your heel into the mat. It's also going to give you some strength work in the right leg. On your next inhale, move to your fingertips and shift back. Half monkey god, Ardahanamon. Flex your front foot. So there's definitely back of hip hamstring opener and if you need to come up on blocks, Give yourself some support underneath your hands to make this uh, more doable, more sound in your body, more sensible. Do, anything really, Working those boundaries. Like if what you're doing is enough, if it's too much. Right. We, we don't know until we try. And when you try, you adapt. And here, rotate the right toes out to the corner. Let the whole leg rotate out. And pr- change the stretch from the back of the leg to the outer hip. Breath in and out. These two you can make active by pulling your heel into the mat. Bring the leg back to center, toes point straight up. And take your time coming out of this, back to the lunge. Tuck your back toes, <laughs> straighten your back leg, tighten it, and then step back down dog and take a moment to identify each leg and what's going on there. Press into your right foot to make your left leg light. Let it lift. And take a big step into the low lunge. Back knee down again with lunges, most important thing we do first is knee over ankle so that the foot is grounded ankle and the knee stay in alignment and certainly if your body is different if you need to work forward or back like start from vertical start from grounded foot structurally really sound and then if you need to make it deeper, you might try moving your back knee back instead of front knee forward. If you don't need to make it any deeper, no big deal. Like, good, perfect. You're right where you need to be. If you need to make it less deep, bring the back knee up a bit. And drop your chin to your chest. Again, you can pull your front heel into the mat to make this a little more active work on the left leg. abdominals slightly in for support of your low back. They also help to elongate the hip flexors. Chin drop towards your chest. Get a breath, and then we'll shift back to the half monkey and flex your foot first. So that we're getting the back of the hip, we're getting the hip flexor. I mean hip ham uh, hamstrings. The extensors and the hamstrings. And you turn your toes out to the side. To the external rotators and abductors. You don't have to know all those words. Back to center. You're gonna draw forward into the low lunge. Take it slow. And then tuck your back toes, lift the back knee. Come back to down dog or hands and knees. Pause. Feel your breath. And look through your hands. Walk across a seated. Come over onto your back into supta baddha Other knees out. If you'd like to support your legs here with blocks, do. If you'd like to add a little uh, assistance to the stretch, hands on the insides of the legs. Before you do any of that, you might want to check in with your low back, that sacroiliac area again. Sometimes when we first lay down, things can be a little compressed there. Be sure you're comfortable, elongated as much as you can be. thin through your nose that you let out through your mouth can you stay here as long as you like or move your way to Shavasana any finishing poses or stretches that you like eventually come to rest in your body at home where you are and just enjoy the feeling of having worked your body, having spent some time learning about how you are today, and appreciation that you did have the ability, foresight, even willpower, to get yourself here, to follow your intuition to be well, to be healthy, to be peaceful. When you feel ready to come back, and start with wiggling your fingers and your toes, and gently roll to your right side and make your way up to seated. yourself down where you are, let yourself float up too, your spine decompresses, your heart lifts, the top of your head lifts, bring our hands together at heart center, and thumbs to forehead center, thank y'all so much for being here this morning, namaste. Well done, everybody. Thank you. Have a great day. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.